Hello team and welcome to Coach's Corner for another week. My name is Bart, I'm the head coach here at Jet Australia and for the next 10 minutes we're going to be talking about how to count calories specifically in four easy steps. Now we've had a few new followers over the last few weeks. If you are new here, welcome. If you've just found us, welcome even more. If you haven't already, make sure you hit that follow button on whatever podcast platform you're listening this to on. And if you can, just leave us a five-star rating on Spotify or Apple. It just helps us push us up in the algorithm a little bit. And it allows us a more of an opportunity in the future to bring more poignant information to you. So get around personal best and let's see where we can take this thing. Now, counting calories. If, it's, if you're still within New, Year, New Year's resolution motivation, this could be a really big step for you. But first, I want to address a few stigmas that, that, that start with counting calories. And the first is to understand that you don't need to count calories for the rest of your life to have the body or performance that you want. The strategy I like to go through, the one I'm going to go through today, means you simply use the counting of the calories as an objective measure for where you're at now. And then, all of a sudden, you can continue the trends that you found in that counting calorie period, and then at a later date, start counting calories again, just to make sure you're on track. Think of it as sort of a check-in or or a fuel stop, just to make sure you're in the right direction. And I want to share with you a bit of a story as well, just around the idea of healthy eating in general. My beautiful wife works in an office, and she, like me, is a, a diehard into health and fitness. The reason why is because we feel incredible. And we, we want to make sure we always feel incredible by prioritizing our health. And by prioritizing our health, it means that we can better help others. And so often she'll have a workshop in her workplace and they often go out for lunch. So this instance, they went out for Nando's. And Nando's probably isn't the healthiest thing in the world, but there are healthier options there. And Jane said, no, that's all right, I've... I've, I've meal prepped my lunch for today I'm going to have that instead and I think it was some chicken and some potatoes and some vegetables and from all accounts she was shamed albeit tongue-in-cheek for not wanting the Nando's and for eating the food that's going to serve her and I myself have encountered this fit shaming (laughs) I hate that word but I've encountered this a number of times before And so if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, I don't know if counting calories is for me, I don't want to be the cliche, I don't want to be the person that is different from everyone else. The fact of the matter is, us as a society is getting sicker. We're we're getting bigger, we're having more metabolic issues. And if we continue to do what everyone else is doing, if we just decide to have the Nando's every Friday for lunch because that's what everyone else is doing, you too are going to fall by the way of the rest of society. And so I want you to be brave. I want you to be brave. Do something different, even if it's a bit uncomfortable for you. In fact, if it is uncomfortable for you, great. Because that's how you're going to find change. I want you to put your hand up and say, hey, I am the person that is doing stuff for me. I'm going to better myself. And that comes with every single moment and every single choice of your life. So it doesn't mean you don't have to, it doesn't mean you have to avoid Nando's for the rest of your life, but don't be afraid to say, no, I'm going to go for the better option because in in the end, this is going to serve me better. And it comes with counting calories as well. I've had so many clients say, hey, I don't want to do this. I don't want to fall into the stigma of this. I don't want to have, I don't want to push any effort towards bettering myself. And so that's when I, I challenged them. 
and say, hey, remember, if nothing changes, nothing changes. So let's be brave. Let's try something different, even if it's just for a short amount of time, which I'm going to encourage you to do today with counting your calories. Now, right from the outset, I don't like counting calories. I find it really tedious to plug in every single piece of food that I'm eating, to measure every piece of food that I'm eating. And so I don't want to be doing that for the rest of my life. Intuitive eating is a term that's thrown out a lot in the fitness industry. And so intuitive eating is a way of eating where you're so in tune with your body that you know what your body needs. And you can understand that, hey, I need a few more carbohydrates today because I had a bigger conditioning session or I need a bit more good fat and protein today because I really stressed my neurological system and you do so. And that is a place where you can get to. But I don't think you can get there without objective measure first. How do you know what intuitive is if you don't know how many carbohydrates you need or what it feels like to be deficient in protein? And so where I want to get you with counting calories is that place. So what I'm going to encourage today, these four easy steps, is simple. We count calories for a couple of weeks. We make some, uh, some changes based upon the data that we get. And then down the track, three, four months later, we count calories again for a couple of weeks and we check in with ourselves. How do we do that? Great question. Let's dive in. Step number one is to download a calorie counter app. There's a couple of big ones in the market. In fact, there's a number of, of these products in the market. The two I've used before are MyFitnessPal and the one I'm using at the moment is Fat Secret. Both of them are, are really good. All you have to do is plug in the search function, what food you ate, if you, t- if you ate organic oats in your porridge. You type that in, you put in how much of that you ate, and then it'll tell you the calories, the macros, the micronutrients, everything you need to track that food. And then you simply do that for every single food that you'd have during that day. In the past, this was a lot harder. I don't know if you recall back into the 90s, there were these books that were called, I think they were called calorie counter books. And it had a really strange man's face on the front of it, in Australia anyway. And in that book was a directory of every Australian food, packaged and unpackaged, and their calories. And so you did it by hand. You'd look up the 100 grams of oats, and you'd write that on a piece of paper, and you'd have to do your own math. Now it's a lot easier through these apps. And the apps, i found, are the lowest barrier of entry. So beginners can use it, advanced can use it. So that's step number one. Download the Calorie Counter app. Number two is to track your calories. For one to two weeks. When you do this, I don't want you to change anything. I don't want you to think, all right, my fitness journey starts now. I'm only going to eat chicken breast. I'm just going to track that. That's not what I want. What I want to get an understanding of is what your diet is like just now, just without any change. So then we can make some changes on top of that. So if you have a chicken schnitty burger for lunch every day, put in that chicken schnitty burger for lunch every day to see what it's doing to your body and see how many calories are in it and I want you to be pretty diligent I want you to try and be as accurate as you can and even if this means getting a scale I got one for $19 at Kmart four years ago still working to this day really well and it shows me how much of a portion I'm actually eating how much 100 grams of oats is how much 100 grams of of broccoli is and it's been a really good tool for me so if you're, if you're wanting to go down that route, grab a scale, super cheap, and it gives you a perspective on just how much you're eating. Plug it in for two weeks and then see where you're at. And I want to really hammer this home. Don't change anything yet. I want your baseline diet so then we can make changes thereafter. And remember to track also liquids. So if you have you know, 100 mils of macadamia milk 
in your coffee every morning like I do, make sure you track that. That's an, that's an extra 50, 60 calories that add up over the week. Liquids, if you drink orange juice, make sure you track that. Make sure you track the milk in your coffee, etc., etc., etc. Step number three is then you have your data. We now analyze it and then identify the gaps. So over those two weeks, let's just say you've tracked for two weeks, I want you to track on weekends as well, really important. I want you to look at where your deficiencies are. I want you to look at how many calories on average you're eating every day, how much protein you're eating every day, the macronutrients, protein, carbohydrates, and fats. I want you to understand on average what your average day looks like. And then we can assume if your weight isn't changing and you're eating that many calories, that can be considered your calorie maintenance. One thing these apps do is they give you an algorithm. So you, you sign up, you dive in, you put in um, 33 I'm not 33, I've got a few more days, I'm 32. 30, I'm 32, 188 centimetres, I'm relatively active, I live a desk job, and then it spits out how many calories it thinks you should be eating, which is, which is pretty good, it gives you a target. But by tracking and then finding your averages, we now know what an average day looks like for you, and you can consider that your calorie maintenance. One thing I want you to, the, the main things I want you to focus on is your overall calories, how many overall calories you're eating throughout the day. I want you to make sure you identify your macronutrient trends, particularly your protein content full stop. So if you've been listening to the podcast before, we, we encourage you to shoot for the two grams of protein per kilo of body weight. If you're, um, if you're not using the metric system, it's about one gram per pound of body weight. We want, you to t- we want you to aim for that or target for that. So if I weigh 80 kilos, my target of protein for each day is 160 grams. Knowing I'm probably going to drop a bit short because it's pretty high, that's your target. So if you look at your protein and you go, I'm only eating I weigh 75 kilos and I'm only eating 70 grams of protein per day. That's an identifier for you to increase your protein intake closer to that 140 gram target. So protein, have a look at that. Have a look at your fiber as well. There is, like anything in this world, too much of a good thing is a bad thing. But when it comes to fiber, we are most of us are, are deficient might not be the right word, but under eating a diverse amount of fiber. So I always try and aim for 30 plus grams of fiber per day. Um, that might be a bit high for you, so maybe start with the, I think it's the, the Australian recommended intake, I think it's 20 odd grams. So try and make sure you get that up to 20 grams. Make sure it comes from a diverse array of foods too. And then I want you to have a look at your, your fat and carb ratio. And I probably should have said this at the top of the episode, but what I'm giving here to you today is recommendations. You know, I can't prescribe anything to you for you. I can't make you do anything. And everyone is beautifully individual and different. So what works for you may not work for someone else. But what I like to look at from the outset is the carb-to-fat ratio. And I want to make sure it's closer to a two-to-one. So if you have 100 grams of fat in your diet, I want you to at least have 200 grams of carbohydrates, two-to-one, double the amount of carbohydrates to um, uh, to fats. Calorie-wise, they end up about the same because a gram of fat has more calories than a gram of carbohydrates. But in terms of even balance, particularly for a newbie, that's what I'm looking for. And then what these apps also do is they split your calories into your macronutrients. So I'm looking for a lot, about a 40 to 50% calorie yield from carbohydrates and then about a 25% calorie yield from protein and fat. Sometimes protein is a little bit lower. And that, that as an overall target is a pretty good balanced approach. But again, everyone's different. And if you do want to take the responsible route, grab a nutritionist, grab a dietitian, and they might be able to help you out a little bit more in this, um, in this section. So those are the things I look for initially. My overall calories and my macronutrients, my protein, my fiber, my carbohydrate, and my fat. And then from there, if you listen to what I just said and go, oh, 
my fat is way too high and my carbohydrates are way too low, you can then think about trying to make a change. How can I lower my fat a little bit and increase my good carbohydrates a little bit to find that balance? And that is step number four. Make sustainable changes. So if you look at your di- if you look at your um your your data and you go, everything is out of whack, this is just absolutely rubbish. Do not change everything all at once. Trust me. I have seen people do this time and time again and fail because they're trying to change too much all at once. All I want you to do is find one thing. Because remember, team, we have the rest of our lives to fix our diet and fix our nutrition. If we, can, if we focus on small, consistent changes, those small, consistent changes are more likely to stick. Trust me on this one. I want you to find one sustainable change. And that could be, for most people, it'll be your protein intake. So have a look at your protein and your fiber. That's sort of where I like to start. And simply say to yourself, all right, I need to increase my protein intake, particularly at my breakfast, because I'm not getting any protein for my breakfast. Then I want you to own it. I want you to add that protein in, be it eggs, be it chicken, be it tempeh, be it a protein powder. That's, that's fine as well for now. And I want you to increase your protein, and I want you to make sure you own that habit. Do that every single day for the next three months do not miss your protein intake or whatever change you want to make for three months until it becomes ingrained as a habit and then in three months time count your calories again do two weeks see where you're at and see if that change has stuck you don't need to count your calories for the entirety of those three months but hey if you really enjoy it and you find value out of it go for it definitely not taking that away from you but for most of us Make that change, continue how we're going, readdress in three months' time, and then see where you're at. And then we can do that process all over again. We count the calories for one to two weeks, we analyze the data, identify the gaps, and then make another sustainable change. And then by the end of the year, you've made four or five changes to your diet that are consistent and yielding consistent results. This is how I want you to track your calories, particularly this year if you're new to the gym in 2024. So team, I hope you get a bit of value from that today. I do encourage this. I'll just reiterate these steps again. Download the Calorie Counter app. I use Fat Secret. Step two, count your calories for one to two weeks. Step three, analyze the data, the averages of your day, and then identify the gaps. And then step four is make a sustainable change. And then we wash, rinse, and repeat in three months' time. If you did take something from today, make sure you are sharing the show. Make sure you're um, what else? following the show. Make sure you're following us. We're Jets Australia, J-E-T-T-S, on all the social pipes. Make sure you're commenting, getting around what we're trying to do here, team. We're trying to get the most amount of members and people in general in the best shape of their life in the shortest time possible, so we need your help. I have been Bart Walsh, and I will see you in the next episode.